Warning, the following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today we be discussing season one episode seven titled instant freeze uh in this episode mr freeze shows up and does some stuff and batman and robin have to stop him i I swear i swear i will talk about this episode for the normal amount of time i just really wanted to see cloverfield last night uh the cloverfield paradox although Joke's on me, because that movie ended up being incredibly disappointing. So, I did a rush job on that last episode for a mediocre film. One could consider that instant karma. Uh, But anyway... (laughs) So, before I get into the actual events of the episode themselves, I want to talk generally about Mr. Freeze. This show's interpretation of that character. Now, up until this point with Riddler and Penguin and Joker, I have been saying, oh my god, this character is translated very well to that bizarro world. It really works. They got all the sort of fundamentals of that character while at the same time making them a million times more insane than they already were, and just bonkers. Like, I've been praising the interpretations of certain villains in this show up until this point, and this is where that ends. Because, honestly, this incarnation of Mr. Freeze is just flat-out garbage. I hate it. I hate the way Mr. Freeze is portrayed in this show. It's so awful. Here's how little this show cares about Mr. Freeze. He shows up three times in this show in three separate arcs, and each time is each time he is played by a different actor. They can't even keep that level of consistency. Uh, This time it's George Sanders, I believe his name was, and he was bad. He was really bad. I did not like his performance at all. Uh, the costume design for him is, quite frankly, laughable. Like, he looks like a spaceman! <laughs> he legitimately looks like a an absurd 60s incarnation of a spaceman. Uh, an absurd 60s representation of a spaceman. It's such a cheaply made suit. There's literally two fire extinguishers on the back, which is hilarious in and of itself. That should tell you really everything you need to know about this version of the character. It's just a laughable, laughable costume. Really, they flew too close to the sun on this character. (laughs) They thought they could do it. They clearly 
couldn't. Uh, they completely bastardized his origin story. It's basically just, oh, he was a criminal before this, and Batman actually dumped a beaker of instant freeze on him while they were fighting, which now, that's why he can only live in sub-zero temperatures. So, I mean, look, I get it. This is a 60s Batman. It's going to be a flatter interpretation, but at least with everyone else, they got the fundamentals of those characters right. With Freeze, they just didn't. Like, no wife, no sick wife he has frozen, no good intentions, just, hey, he's a criminal, and uh, one day Batman accidentally dumped instant freeze on him, creating this villain we know today, creating this supervillain we know today. It's, it's stupid. It's really stupid. And <laughs> the freeze effect. Oh, also, he has a flamethrower for some reason. I don't know why. That that completely does not mesh with this character at all. <laughs> but <laughs> the freeze effect in this show, it they don't actually freeze people. There's just, like, a blue glow emanating from them. <laughs> and it's totally unconvincing. Like, just not even close. Just... How hard is it to put, like, a solid block of ice with a dummy at the center of it in place of the regular actors? Why do you have to do this weird blue effect? <laughs> this weird blue glow effect. It's so stupid. I hate it. Oh, my God. The way they portray Mr. Freeze in this show, it's so freaking awful. <sighs> Whatever. We'll talk about him a few times over the course of this series. I honestly don't care. Uh, so, to get into the actual events of the episode itself, I actually don't have much to say about the episode itself. This part of it will go rather quickly. We have the opening sequence, uh, and it's basically this calling card for the Batman. Uh, freeze melts an ice rink, and then is chased by a police officer on a motorcycle, I guess, and dumps a bunch of ice on the road. So immediately, the self-loathing police department, uh, the self-loathing GCPD, calls Batman. Uh, Bruce and Dick are hosting a dinner with uh, some baseball players. Bruce and Dick leave because, oh, I have an impatient girlfriend waiting for me. Which is the worst excuse yet. And they spring into action. Who cares? Mr. Freeze episodes suck. <laughs> I, I will say this. Uh, after we have, like, the whole briefing situation, we do get a glimpse at Mr. Freeze's hideout, which is pretty amazing. It's literally just this super cool room. But for his henchmen, Mr. Freeze will turn on, like, heat lamps, which are basically just red lights <laughs> that are shown on the set. And it's really stupid. 
it's pretty amazing to witness. I will say that. I do love Mr. Freeze's hideout. It is so good. Uh, but, uh, Mr. Freeze installs Batman imposters and Mr. Freeze imposters for some reason. It really doesn't factor into anything at any point. It's just there. So there, there's a bunch of Batman imposters running around fighting bad guys. And they're all, like, sort of arranged in a circle and moving in on a central target, which Batman and Robin figure out is the Diamond Exchange, which houses one of the most expensive diamonds in the world. And diamonds on the black market and the criminal underworld are referred to as ICE. Moving on, that, that's just self-explanatory as to how dumb that is. They go to the Diamond Exchange. They have uh, all the Batman and Mr. Freeze imposters, which, again, no reason for it. They're just there. I mean, maybe there's something in the second part of the episode that I'm just forgetting, but I don't think there is. They're, they just have no reason to exist. So, Batman and Robin are fighting the Batman and Mr. Freeze imposters. But Mr. Freeze, the real Mr. Freeze, gets away with the diamond. Oh, and there's some skywriting that says, Strike one on Batman. So, they... They go to the Batcave... They feed some information into their computer because in the 60s, computers can do anything. And they try to figure out what Mr. Freeze's next target is. And they figure out uh, it's the the most expensive diamond in the world. Literally the number one most expensive diamond in the world. That's around the neck of some princess somewhere. Who cares? So, uh, she's staying at the hotel, uh, the Gotham City Hotel, because apparently she's in town for a charity baseball game. Again, whatever. Uh, Mr. Freeze's goons wheel in a thing of meat into, uh, her hotel room, which is really just Mr. Freeze in a box. He jumps out. And it's like, I'm taking this diamond now. Uh, And then Batman and Robin show up and are like, no, you're not taking that diamond. And uh, then Mr. Freeze is like, actually, I am. I'm going to light the curtain on fire to distract you. Mr. Freeze starts to get away and Batman's like, we have to ensure the safety of the hotel guests. They put out this incredibly minor fire. That anyone could have dealt with. Like really. There's no reason for them to have stayed. They could have just went after Mr. Freeze. And someone else could have dealt with the fire. It's totally fine. Like it's minor. Whatever. So they put out the fire. Then they go after Mr. Freeze again. Oh, They manage to cut him off. And then Freeze. Freezes them. But he's not happy about it because, oh, I don't want to kill you. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, but freezes him anyway. Uh, Skywriting Strike 2 Batman. Uh, Freeze is like, 
I wanted to toy with you a little longer, but you're a dick, so I just froze you anyway. And that's the cliffhanger. Batman and Robin are frozen. How will they get out of this? I hate the Mr. Freeze episode so much. They're so awful. It's not like... It's not like a normal Batman 1966 episode where it's just like... Eh... I mean, it's... It's good. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. But it's entertaining as all hell and incredibly self-aware. So you really do understand. You really... You can go with it. Mr. Freeze episodes are just bad. They're they're awful. They're they're the worst. They're the worst anything ever. I hate them so much. The, the iteration of this character is so bad and... The things that happen in his episodes, or in his arcs, rather, are, are so horrible. I, I, I don't care. I really don't care about anything that happens in the Mr. Freeze episodes. So, yeah, that that's it. I guess we'll find out what happens tomorrow, or... I don't know, maybe you could just skip the next episode. Honestly, if no one listens to the Mr. Freeze episodes, I, I wouldn't care. Because I don't give a shit. Uh, if you liked this, which, why would you? Mr. Freeze episodes are terrible. Uh, favorite the station at anchor.fm slash TV archive. So you can be here every single Monday through Friday. As I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Feel free to call into the station as well. It's as easy as just a push of a button in the Anchor app. Uh, I will play those on the show occasionally if you feel inclined to send those in. And you can also find this show as a podcast on whatever podcatcher app you choose. Whatever your preferred podcatcher app is, it's there probably. I think so. I've actually never checked. I probably should at some point. Uh, Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 8, where Mr. Freeze is still a thing, unfortunately. Talk to you then.